Welcome to a new year with Talking About You with Estra, radio and podcast. Bringing car accident support to the injured, those facing insurance company and employer ERISA challenges, covert and overt surveillance against those involved in collisions, along with car accident general topics. This is Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA opening up the lines of communication to those involved in car wrecks or those interested in making life better for the millions dealing with car accident collision concerns. If this is you, dial in today to the program and be a part of the solution. Don't let fear stop you from helping others. Believe me, we are all in this together. Let's get talking. Thank you for being with me, Estra, today. Today we're going to be talking about disability surveillance targets when it's you. Don't be intimidated with insurers speaking out about insured fraud. It's the same as voter fraud. It's rare. Who would want to deal with these greedy people anyway? It's a way to bully insurers. That means you, the poor the policyholder, and make you afraid to fight back. So don't be intimidated in this way. Stand up for what is yours and many other policyholders after a car wreck. You paid premiums, they should pay your benefits, period. A disability surveillance target does not mean giving up or end to harassment, intimidation, and bullying like you've never seen. When dealing with public or private insurance companies, we've been we've seen how the lobbyists have a hold on our government. Government, from my perspective, very little has been done to protect the interests of policyholders. Insurance companies have been allowed by diverse laws in each state, along with different approaches by insurance commissioners and attorney generals, to get more as intermediaries to protect the insurance industry rather than actions to be equal under the law for the insured and the insurers. So thank you for being with me today. Make sure to call in on our line at 718-766-4385. Again, that phone number is 766, I'm sorry, 718-766-4385. Old problems can follow you into another year. It is time for policyholders to be treated with respect and dignity by self-insured employers or insurance companies, both public and private. The time of ignoring bad faith insurance tactics is over. Together, we can become informed, organized, and standing together for insured civil rights legislation to move forward towards fair and equitable settlements and benefits given to policyholders. In the beginning, Congress supported the interest of insurance policyholders through ERISA. ERISA stands for Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which was first passed by the 93rd Congress, which was composed of both a Democratic House and Senate reviewing their willingness to get things done for the people, that is Main Street. Congress knew how important the 99% of people in this country meant 
to keeping America strong and cared for in order to protect the interest of their daily needs, hopes, and dreams for the future. In my opinion, they also considered what was fair and just and worked towards meeting this goal. ERISA envelops all your benefits such as health, life, short and long-term disability, and other self-insured plan benefits, meaning your employer is really your insurance company and gets to keep any benefits not used each month or money kept when not paying your benefits due to delays or denials. In other words, it is in their best interest to keep as much money as possible, which isn't in your best interest, because if injured or needing these benefits, this seriously hurts you. And boy, oh boy, many people have figured that out, just how disappointment can, ha- can happen to you after being denied insurance, benefits, or settlements from employers who are your insurance company or Social Security disability insurance companies, whether it's long-term or short-term disability. Most of us, it seems like life has, had, has gotten a bit harder, and uh, when you don't get what you need, it gets even worse. One of the insured's favorite tools is to use against insured is discouragement. Okay, so make sure you don't go down that rabbit hole. This comes in the forms of making life more difficult by keeping benefits, which causes financial hardships. And believe me, if you've had financial hardships, you know how difficult it is when you're expecting resources and they don't come. And it's really important to realize that in many cases, there are, there are breaks when you get, even when you get benefits, whether it's short-term or long-term, there's a, there's a space in between there. So if you're not able to plan, plan for that or you're not even aware of it, it can get a little bit tough sometimes. Okay, so... Another tactic of discouragement is to convince injured that the insurers have the upper hand and there is nothing you as a policyholder, which is the insured with the ED, can do about harassment. You are doing something about it when resisting, and boy, aren't we hearing those words today about resisting. There's so many things that aren't in the interest of not only uh, policyholders, but just average working-day citizens, and that's why we're seeing such resistance. And deciding to move forward with own agenda. Insurers, which is the insurance company, that's the ER one, purpose is to keep injured off balance. And when you have lots of trouble and you don't feel good, you're sick, uh, you're injured, you don't know what's happening, your doctors haven't told you where you're going from here, it leaves a lot of things just out there hanging out, and it's easy to be off balance, so accept that sometimes things aren't going to be the way in which you actually want them to be. You are going to be off balance. Don't choose this option. At the end of the day, satisfactions come from doing your best, not worse. Let me say that again. By doing your best, not worse, which insurers would prefer. And why, frankly, from my opinion, what insurers want you to do worse, because if you're doing worse, you're getting closer to the objective of, finding, of them finding some way to deny your claim. Self-protection is vital when dealing with insurer harassment and intimidation. Accomplishing daily activities when recovering is the most important because, uh, well, let me say that again. 
Accomplishing daily activities when recovering is the most important because you're actually usually going to be moving slower, which means when you're being under attack personally by these insurance companies, you're going to be moving a bit slower, so you're not going to get as many things done. And I just dropped that. And I'm not sure whether I'm communicating via the phone because it was hard or actually if it's being uh, online through uh, the Block Talk Radio app. So I'll try not to drop the phone again. Accomplishing daily activities when recovering in most cases means moving slower than usual. And most of the time after becoming injured, you realize you thought you could move slow before, but sometimes even that speed is cut in half. So now if you add bullies attempting to slow you down even further, it can mean progress at turtle speed. And guess what? Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to move at turtle speed, but guess what? You're still moving. And as long as you're still moving, you're not standing in place, by far you'll get where you need to go eventually. Just be patient with yourself, okay? When you're being bullied, um, you don't have to put up with it. If you can focus on what's important to you, you're fine. Even at that snail's or turtle pace, you can get things done. So be patient with yourself and determine to move past the actions of those without your best intentions, okay? Let me say that again. Be sure to keep moving past the actions of those without your best intentions. Can you be overwhelmed on a good or bad day by bullying? Only if not focusing on what is important in your life. Yes, 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 yes. You do still have a life. Does it feel like it sometimes? You know, suffering and injury can take you down a path you don't want to be. But really, you do still have a life. Recognize insurers harass its purposes to distract, disorganize, retaliate, intimidate in order to force compromising positions. No one likes to be in a compromising position. In fact, most would just like to be on an, a fair footing, right, so that everyone gets in, or it works best for everyone involved. But unfortunately, that's not always the case when you're dealing with insurance companies with, who would prefer to keep the money that they have and will allow them to keep premiums paid by a whole insurance. So when you see those actual um, Wall Street stock markets going up and they're making millions and millions of dollars, it's not because they're paying you, the insured. This is why any time benefits or settlements are delayed, denied, or something in between, speak out about it with others, okay? So if you're facing disability surveillance, target, meaning that you are the target, or your insurance is being denied, delayed, or something in between, don't hold it in. A lot of people say, oh, don't talk about it. Oh, don't say anything. The only people who benefit from you not talking about it is insurance companies. If you're out there hurting, you're out there having problems because of decisions they have made, do not close it up. Do not keep it in. Spew it out. But spew it out in a way where people can understand what's happened to you, what's going on, and ways in which you can be helped. Because there are people out there who do want to help you. It's just unfortunate that many times people don't know how. Uh, sometimes people don't know the situation. And a lot of people just don't believe that they, people don't get paid by the insurance companies when everything is on the up and up. But it does happen. Let them know insurance companies with, uh, that they're with may or may not treat them 
well when they need them most. And believe me, when you're in trouble with a car accident, that's not a time to be trying to figure out what kind of insurance company you're with. And this way, people will think twice before considering the ones that mistreat you to be their insurance. And, in fact, that's really a good point, that most of us can at least share what we've been with those around us so they know this may not be the insurance company that you want to go with. This company may just not be who you want them to be when you really need need them the most. We can make a big difference where we place our money. And, unfortunately, today in the United States, we have more monopolies than, than actual individual uh, small businesses or companies, uh, which is to me problematic. All problems can follow you into another year. It is time for policy. And they can, but not, but not right now. <laughs> All right, there. And you got to watch where you have your finger on. It's, the the app just kind of turns on itself sometimes. I guess it was trying to to uh, convince me that I needed to stop talking and let let it talk for a while. But not right now. We'll we'll get to the app a little bit later. Currently, with insurance companies that may not be working in your best interest, uh, just be observant. Pay attention. I know that's hard when you don't feel feel good, but if you stay awake, you'll find you'll run into less problems because they'll know that you're watching, and if you speak out, they'll even know that that's even more important. And when you find a company that's not, consider switching to another company. However, do your homework on the other insurance because you don't want to what? Jump from the fire into the frying pan, frying pan, you know, from one back actor to another. That, that won't do you any good. Choose the time that's best for you. In other words, don't just decide to switch when it's convenient for them. Switch when you're better able to make that transition. Because, excuse me, the decisions you want to make, excuse me, are ones that are in your best of interest, not in theirs. Making better decisions matters when dealing with getting the support you need, right? So that's why, first of all, you have insurance in the first place because you want it to be able to take you, to take care of you if something happens. Uh, most working class citizens don't even have uh, $500 in their account to take care of them. So you know if you get in a serious car accident and something happens, you really need to be able to depend on them. Insurance commissioners in your state may work more with the insurance companies or insurance policyholders. Or they might even have an even hand where they partial justice equally. So you have to kind of watch and see where your insurance commissioner stands. Um, do you find that a lot of people are complaining about the work they do? Or people talking about how supportive and how they actually help to resolve issues? Uh, insurance commissioners are on a state-by-state basis, so that makes a, a difference as to what state you live in and how they're going to treat you. <clears throat> amazing how your throat can get dry pretty quickly here. The key is reviewing the records to evaluate whether they can and will help your claim, and that's insurance commissioners and also your insurance company. You can always file a claim with your uh, insurance commissioner against your insurance company, and if you actually contact your, your state insurance commissioner, you'll find that they do keep a list of those people who do file claims. But I suspect it would be a lot more if people thought that they could get justice through this method. Will they help you? I don't know. It's hard to say. Some are just intermediaries to gather information from insured, and some just don't have enough real power 
to provide you with relief. So regardless of the insurance commissioner's ability to help with insurer situations, you still have a voice and option. Use your voice and talent to aid insurance civil rights legislation to become a reality so whatever insurer harassers have done to you, the chances of them doing it to someone else with another policy with them will be reduced or eliminated. Let's, let's hope for the eliminated, but I think that's a bit, bit off. But if we can challenge them at every turn, I suspect they'll, they'll start to think twice before denying benefits to the people who really need them and should have them. Policyholders should have an equal right at insurance companies, especially when insurers are the ones paying for the services. That's the insurance, the ED, that means the insurance uh, policyholders. Sometimes it gets a little difficult to distinguish between when saying insurers and insured. So those eds are the people and the ers are the uh, insurance companies. In a 217 car accident weekly planner, there needs to be places where you can write your own notes, save information that uh, you need to retrieve at a later date, and be able to, ask, to be able to document things that are important to your case. And this is the reason why I designed 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner with an injured person in mind. So let's talk about what you, as an injured person, would find helpful in a Car Accident Weekly Planner. And we'll go over what I have in this planner to be helpful. I personally know how difficult life can be after being involved in a traffic collision. In most cases, the time, energy, recovery, and money required makes this journey difficult. And therefore, having wisdom and knowledge at your disposal can alleviate pain, suffering, and prepare you for the challenges from auto insurance, employers, long-term disability insurance, social security, attorneys, or anyone else who comes along on your journey. When in a car wreck, focusing on recovery and directing how life moves forward becomes important. There will be challenges, yet they can be overcome with creativity, hopefulness, determination, and rest. Find a hobby or join me as an advocate to improve the lives of people injured by supporting insured civil rights legislation to be passed by Congress. Take care of yourself and remember that I am here for you. My website at estruscarwreckhelp.com. You'll find legitimate links here and answers. Best recovery to you, Estra. All right, I want to go back to, especially for the disability surveillance target, especially if it's you, to remind you how it actually starts off. First, it starts off with these powerhouses forcing you to give them the information to help harass and intimidate you. The first application for benefits applied to insurers with everything about you. That's the first step. The Social Security number will simply be a vast amount of information or it will supply a vast amount of information on that, on that application, and, and they'll be able to get a lot of information about you. 
It will go back to when you were born and your parents. All insurers will be able to see where you were raised and in your youth and what your interests are. All insurers will be able to see um, recent car accidents, uh, and it also might it will also include past accidents too. In fact, the insurance industry created an entire database to keep track of what they often review about you and only company C. So that's very important for you to know that when you very when you start off as a disability surveillance target, the first thing they're going to do is to put, to get information from you. Uh, make sure that's why I always say stay with the facts. And, and the only thing you want to talk about is what's pertinent to your case because it's very important that you don't uh, get caught up in maybe you're having a bad day, maybe you're having a lot of pain, and, you know, an insurance person calls you and they, they try to get you to start talking about different things and you want to do boo-hoo right over the phone. Instead of doing that, you know, maybe tell them that you'll call them back, this is a bad day, that uh, you just need a little time uh, for yourself right now because you're not well. Just don't get in the habit of just communicating with those who really don't have your best interests at heart at a time when you really just don't feel good. Or maybe you got some bad news from the doctor. Maybe you thought things were going to get better sooner than what they are. And so you're kind of stranded right where you are and you're, you're a little bit discouraged that day. So just make sure that when you, when you keep going, that first of all, you do keep going. Don't get too discouraged. And then... Um, uh, make sure that you keep going forward. Now, do insurers have power over medical industry because they pay bills for the insured? This provides too much power and control to influence what happens in healthcare offices all over the country. So the answer is yes. When you have an insurance company paying for your bills, um, they choose who they pay, when they pay, and um, if they pay. So there's a lot of things there where if they're not satisfied with the answers they're getting perhaps from your provider, um, you know, does, does it come out exactly that way? I suspect not. But it, it's just a problem. And that's how come it's really important for us to be able to get back our health care and for individuals to pay who we go to and not have it threaded to the insurance company. Will these insurers look for skeletons in their closet? Absolutely. Make threatening demands, use deviant strategies to inform entrapment. Whatever insurer strategies or techniques, it gets a lot of attention by the people chosen to be a target. However, not all targets fall prey to insurer tactics, and I'm hoping that that will be you that you won't get so confused and so bewildered by their behaviors that you, you fall at the hands of uh, these uh, tactics. Some stand tall and ask questions, and that's what I would say, because typically when we know something's just not quite right, and sometimes you feel that perhaps uh, you're going to be a little intimidated by these large corporations, and I would challenge you just not to be. I would say, why don't you just ask them, what's on your mind, professionally, I need to say, and for facts, you know, not for any other things. Uh, so don't get to the point where they make you so frustrated that you lose control. Remember, the control will always 
land with you, and you have a choice of how you're going to respond to any of these things. I know that at this time, harassment and intimidation is the furthest thing on your mind if you're injured or disabled. What most injured are thinking about is just the restoration of the body and mind after a collision. Better health and restoring previous life is all that's important. Injury and disability doesn't necessarily create a better life. In fact, for most, it's a very discouraging one because they're thinking about what's been lost and what's not been gained. And also, a lot of times we don't recall that pain itself can be depressing, especially if chronic in nature, because the amount of energy it takes on a regular basis. Regularize or recognize drawbacks of chronic pain and manage emotional sadness if it's an issue. And also remember you can get help. Don't give up on or in when you're climbing an uphill battle. Take a look at the circumstances and make a list of the tools required to make it a successful climb. And remember, it doesn't have to happen overnight. Then go over, around, or through this problem. The satisfaction of overcoming struggles from the lessons learned also or lessons learned along with adding arsenal to your toolbox will help you get through the struggles that you'll have to face while going through some of these problems. Make sure to join me, Estra, every Saturday, 7 p.m., although today was 7.30. And I'm still having a few problems uh, with getting things set up on the air here. So hopefully within the next few weeks, those problems will be resolved. And let me know if the phone number is 718-766-4385 if you're enjoying the new uh, format we're having. Taking a while to kind of get used to it, so that will probably be another few weeks before uh, we get things going. But we can also take a minute here and talk about some of the concerns that we've been seeing in the last couple weeks or so. Um, one of the things that's uh, been happening this week is that ICE has actually done a bit of um, immigration processing against people. Even here in Washington State, we had one person. At least they're talking about one. I don't know how many. It seems kind of odd that they would just go out for one person uh, and pick up. So, you know, I I was talking earlier um, about how it's a really hard thing to separate and tear families apart. And somebody's going to be accountable for the hurt and suffering that that is happening to the families of America. Most of these people have been here for decades, many decades, maybe two or three decades in some cases. And to just kind of take them away and pull them out when there's nothing harmful being done, it's, it's kind of a tragedy when they have kids. Uh, I can't imagine, you know, people tearing little children out of the arms of a mother. It's, you know, there's something uh, quite painful uh, with that. Another thing I wanted to also talk about, uh, let's see here, is actually uh, hacking harassers online because disability surveillance targets, if this is you, will not just happen in the public domain, outside, going to the store, going to the gas station, wherever you like to go. It's, it's always going to be uh, a problem with that. Uh, 
you have to really be prepared for what's happening when you go there. You want to be able to have a camera handy. You want to be able to be able to write down a few notes. Uh, I think you could just come on Estra's uh, radio show on Twitter. It's one word, Estra's, E-S-T-R-A-S, radio show out on Twitter. Uh, there's also Estra's TV if you want something a little shorter. And tell about what's happening to you and the disability surveillance uh, actions that you've had to tolerate because typically there's quite a few, it, it's not like they just do it once and they go away. Typically most of the time they are out for an extended period of time to harass and intimidate. But getting back for just a moment on the immigration, it's fortunate that we do have sanctuary cities and if you're able to help and support either like California's trying to actually affirm up that they are a sanctuary city. Here in Washington State, we do, we are a sanctuary city. So make sure that you actually reach out and help in any way that you can because the suffering and just the unknown, and the, the unknown that's happening is really kind of scary. I think back about times in slavery where people would have family members and they would just come and sell them and take them out. Um, and the devastation and the struggles uh, that that's caused for us as a race. So to me, a bit of compassion about where someone is and, and where their family is is really, to me, very important. And also this last week, I don't know if you saw, I'm skipping on to uh, another one of the uh, things that happened with Betsy DeVos this week where she went to a Washington, D.C. school and they refused to let her in. So... There's a lot of hostility in a lot of different ways for a lot of reasons, and um, including I was kind of disappointed in President Trump's uh, remarks about DECA, which is uh, for the, the kids who have been raised here most of their lives. And he didn't come out and say that he would not uh, put these children out of the country, which I just find, and especially when he says he has a heart. I don't see how anyone can have a heart who separates families especially children from their parents, you know. Uh, it's, it's hard enough trying to make it um, as a family unit versus shattering that family unit apart. So anywhere in which you can actually help in that way, that would just be great. Let's see what else I can see. I hope that you had a great Valentine's Day last week. Hopefully your your heart feels better and, and you got enough chocolate to satisfy your your chocolate thirst. So let's see what else is here. Um, please give me a call at 718-766-4385 if you have anything you want to talk about, whether that's being involved in a car accident or any activities during the week. If you're a disability surveillance target, again, uh, you can if it's online, I think I talked about it, if it's, it's actually in the public domain when I was thinking, when I said that I should have been talking about outside, which I believe I said, maybe not communicated it like I'd like, but you also have issues when it's harasses on the internet because they can block your internet or what, I, what I'm finding is they can actually connect you to their network so that they control your computers or smartphones, whatever devices. So it's kind of like, okay, well, what's on these machines that's allowing them to do that to be able to hack you? 
Are there things on the motherboards they're putting that don't need to be there? You know, there has to be things that um, um, we can do to protect ourselves a little better. And I think I actually saw something this last week uh, from Bill Gates talking about uh, governments protecting, I'll take Bill Gates off because I don't remember who it was. It might have been Microsoft. I'm not sure where I got that information from. But they were talking about governments being more responsible for their citizens and preventing them from being hacked. It sounds like they've been doing a lot of work for the companies, but not very much for individuals on the Internet. So let's hope that somebody will actually take a look at that and make sure that that's something that could help, especially if you become a disability surveillance target, uh, to help you to be able to protect yourself better, and particularly online, and also uh, out in public. So give me a call at 718-766-4385. And right now we're going to just take a quick break uh, and talk about, I'm going to get some, I don't know how I might, got a little thirsty here, go get something to drink here real quick. But about one of the best, one of the best ways a disability surveillance target can defeat the bullying, the intimidation, the harassment, is to actually become the best person that you can be. And, and that when you win, they lose. Remember that. When you take care of yourself and you're able to get through things, you win, they lose. So a lot of today what I wanted to talk about is how you can make it so that life is better for you and you can succeed and you can win by just doing what's best for you. So I want you to go ahead and take a listen to A Blast from the Past where it talks about creating a better you after injury. Loss of self-esteem may be the most discounted item when it's lost in an accident where something has been taken away. Most times, the things taken for granted daily can be lost in an instant and it is within this moment that the realization of just how valuable that commodity has been in one's life seeps into the heart and mind. Yet, if given a moment to reflect, when something is taken away, there is something put in its place. For example, perhaps you become more keenly aware of surroundings or other personal strengths. You can see, hear, smell, or think differently to help make up for the lost. Or, it can actually work in the reverse, meaning you may not be aware of any losses. Whatever impact the injury has, life does go on, and it is up to each individual to find their way back from the experience. From my perspective, this begins by starting with where you are, who you are now, and where you want to go from here. After all, everyone is in a state of change, learning, growing, and gaining understanding about who we are and how we choose to contribute to this world is constantly evolving. This new journey starts with how we feel about ourselves and the hosts that still remain and our courage to take on the task before us, not only to recover to the best of our abilities, but to be transformed. A kind of life most people spend little time thinking about prior to an injury. Today we shall look forward to creating a better you after injury. Thank you for joining in. 
today, this Saturday, April 5th, 2014. Each show, I'd like to share some of the locations where you can join me for additional conversations. Come out and say hello at MySpace on Astros TV, Reddit, Astros Radio Show, and IMDB Astros TV. You can also enjoy two new videos. It's Meet Astra and also Disability Surveillance 101. You could share them with your family, friends, co-workers, so if involved in an accident, they will already have my links. To ensure a legitimate Astra link, look for the three stars for my official site. I would also like to remind you that the 214 Car Accident Weekly Planner is currently available. Stop by any time during the year if involved in an accident to pick one up. Having both my book, Car Accident by Estra, and the 214 Car Accident Weekly Planner helps to organize, document, and information retrieval is easier. Stop by under uh, Estra's Car Help, or actually it's Estra's Car Accident Help, on eBay or my Estra's official car accident site. You can spend time there reading, watching, or listening for valuable support, wisdom, and knowledge. Today, we'll spend our time talking about it's okay to have what? A really bad hair day. (laughs) And 10 simple things to do for creating a better you after injury. And we'll just summarize in talking about following your heart and mind. First of all, if your physician has told you not to do any activities, make sure to heed their advice. The most important thing is getting well. And the goal of this program is to enhance what you get from each day. Therefore, don't attempt to do any activities That's against your physician's recommendation. Furthermore, consider doing only those activities that help add value to your day. Let me say that again. That add value to your day. After all, you are the most important person in this equation. And talking about you with Estra's program is designed to lift you up and help you to be informed. And that's my mission. From my perspective, people involved in a car accident deserve every opportunity at restoration and should receive all the benefits they are entitled to after being injured. So let's talk about having more bad days than good days. That's hair days we're talking about. Yes, you may not feel well, and this tends to be the case. You know, if you're not feeling well... Bad has, you're going to have more bad hair days than good days. The goal actually is to be comfortable with a look that helps you feel better. Some of the temporary solutions to this problem that you can use, let's start with number one, is to have a family member or a partner or friend brush your hair. This can be soothing and turn a bad hair day into just an ordinary one. Number two, you could purchase a mist spray or a hair grooming moisturizer that you could use to bring a little life back into your hair. And if this is not a preference, you can also keep scarves or hats near to wear and make sure that the colors 
that you select uh, will actually go with anything that you're wearing, like black or white, grays or brown, or your favorite color actually tends to match what you're wearing. When this is just too much work, try keeping hair pieces to cut down on the amount of time spent working on your hair, or full wigs are also acceptable. Whatever makes it easier for you. Also, using hair barrettes to pin your hair up is a useful alternative. Anything you need can be ordered online and delivered right to your doorstep. Or if outside, make a list of what you want and where you want to get it from so your time is well spent. Having a comfortable pair of house shoes that can double from outside ones to inside ones uh, also can uh, help you to get away with uh, being a little bit more comfortable and it's much more flexible for you. Now remember, some days will just have to be bad hair days, okay? Give yourself time to heal, but remember, love yourself. Love yourself on bad hair days. Love yourself on good hair days. Just love, love, love yourself. Say that with me. I love myself. Did you have problems saying it? If it is, realize that you need a little extra tender loving care. Sometimes healing doesn't come as quickly as we'd like, but with the recognition that maybe we need a little bit more time to do that, we can find ways to keep moving forward. Because it's very important to realize you are very special. Regardless of your current condition or plight that you face, this will be a part of the process of restoration. So do the little things, uh, and typically they are the most significant. Congratulate yourself just because you've made it through the day. Woo! You know, some days are really hard to get through when you don't feel well and you're going through things and a lot of things are on your plate. But again, I have to stress that you are the most important person in this equation. So it really is about you. Always remember this at every stage of recovery. When your condition allows it, a good way to start your day is with a nice bath or shower. For most people, this is something soothing that water gives us. It's a great place to meditate, relax, or soothe the pain and stiffness most people encounter after an injury. However, make sure this is a safe activity for you. Let me say that again. You have to make sure it's a safe activity for you. And there's help available in case you need it, okay? Because we want it to be an enjoyable morning and not one that you have to spend in the emergency room. Because this can be like running a marathon with an injury. So take it slow and rest afterwards if needed. And have simple clothing to wear. The easier the better and they tend to be more comfortable. In the warmer climates, it's easier to wear light materials yet what is most important is putting on something that keeps you at a comfortable temperature and allows you to move comfortably. Also consider the texture of the material. Make sure it's comfortable against your skin. Many people enjoy loose gym clothes or summer dresses, something that allows you the flexibility to get around with the least amount of discomfort. Also, sometimes doing a little things can be a distraction from being in pain. 
If able, keep your favorite color of nail polish handy and apply a new coat. This will give you something easy to do and a pleasant accomplishment you can readily see. Also, keeping cleansing cloths on the table can provide access to refreshing your face, hands, or anything else that needs a quick wipe. And if you decide to put on a little foundation makeup, these cloths will be helpful in the cleanup. Remember, you do not have to do all these things at once. You can decide to do one thing an hour, two hours, or once a day. It's really all up to you. The goal with creating a better you after injury is about taking things at your personal pace. Also, reading during the day is a great distraction and provides the opportunity of learning something new. Creativity can bring invaluable insight on ways to help yourself through this journey. Going out on the Internet and learning about anything of interest helps investigate things prior to being injured. You may be uh, things that you've actually never even thought about. So you go out to the Internet, you think, okay, I've been thinking about X, Y, and Z. I have some time. It'll get my mind off my own problems. I'll go out there, take a look at this, and see what I can find out. Having this as a 15-minute-a-day activity can bring, what, a wealth of information and provide new ideas not only on ways to make the day well spent, albeit injured, but learn empowering tools which help rebuild and gain new ways of living life. And that's what's really important is knowing that you can transition in a way that shows that life is important. And that's, isn't it amazing how you, when you stop and you start thinking about something else, how your mind goes elsewhere? It's like, okay, I don't have to worry about my concerns all the time. <clears throat> I can choose to actually think on other things. So recognize that insurer harasses resources vastly do outweigh what a typical insured has access for protection. Therefore, choose to protect yourself in ways that are available to you. Don't spend much time thinking about what you don't have. Think about what you do have. And amazingly, there are many things that are free or are, uh, very little cost that can help you dealing with disability. Dealing with becoming a disability surveillance target. Can you stop insurance from breaking into mail, breaking into residence? Can you stop them from hacking your computer or smartphone, stealing passwords and hacking into accounts? Turning on computers via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi when disabled. Ah, got to stop and tell you about what happened this week. It was just unbelievable. I was actually taking a look at, pay attention to your modems. That's what I've learned. Definitely pay attention to your modems because you never know what they're going to teach you. So I was sitting there looking at my modem, and I noticed all the lights were off. But my computer was connected to the Internet. It's like, oh, no, this can't be. But it was true. The modem was off, but I was connected to the Internet. And I do... For me, it's very important to try to turn off every single Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connection on my laptop, or so even in my phone to try to stop some of the hacking from going on. But I was amazed to see that they don't need uh, access to a modem to hack your laptops, and certainly not your phones because of the radio frequencies that they use. 
unfortunately, far too many of us are being hacked, and we're not even aware of it. I was thinking, oh, I'm being hacked while my modem's on. Now I know I'm being hacked whether my modem's on or not, which is truly amazing. So if you have a huge antenna maybe down the street, maybe that's helping them to actually access your um, laptops, which I was a little surprised about. Um, <clears throat> but unfortunately, there's a lot of things that if you haven't, if you don't have very many computer skills, to me it's really disastrous because I'm not sure how you can even protect yourself minimally uh, from being hacked. A lot of the, I had Norton virus for a year or two, I don't know, it's been a few years back. They could not stop the hacking. Um, the one I have now does do a better job than some of the other ones, but I've yet to find anything that is a true or a firewall that really protects you from the black hats. Now I'm black. I don't like to wear the black hats because it seems like they're always putting, associating black, bad stuff with black stuff, the black folks with bad stuff, however that terminology would go. But these people have, in my opinion, some issues when they're just attacking um, people as, when they're attacking, people are disabled and making their targets because of the lack of knowledge most insured have. But anyway, if you can go out to my Twitter account, it's Estra's uh, TV. I believe you'll see where uh, there was a picture. Now, I've known them to actually take down pictures, so if it's not there, tweet me, and I'll, see, uh, I'll go out and take a look and see if I can and get another copy of that up because I was truly amazed on that one. So when they can actually hack your computer and your modem's off, there's a serious problem going on. Okay, so let me go on. I just had to stop and share that, though. That was definitely amazing in my week. Okay, turning on computers via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi when disabled, disconnected, or turned off. <laughs> That's what I was just telling you about. Can you stop them from following you around in public places? I talked a bit about that. Getting in your face or making long lines? Mm -mm. Can you stop insured harassers from stalking your place of residence, walking their dogs, children, or fake spouses? No, you can't do any of those. Can you stop insured harassers from getting food servers from messing up your food? And that, you know, food is too expensive to be uh, having them mess it up, you know, mess it up the order, either undercooking or overcooking. If you find that you keep running into those hassles, take the food back. Take a picture of the place and post it. And post the people who cooked it or the people who brought it or the company that it came from. Don't tolerate it, especially uh, most people who are disabled or injured. They don't feel that good. They don't often cook for themselves. Or if they do, it's a lot of work. And going out, you want to make sure that you're getting something that's edible and and something that's pleasing to be able to help you to relax. So if they're interfering with that, post it. Uh, in fact, I just say if, if you are a disability, disability surveillance target, keep cameras with you at all times and show these people, show their cars, show, show their kids that they're going to be, you know, deviant enough to bring them into such a situation. But, yeah, messing up the food orders under over-undercooking is just, you know, way too much for what we pay for food when we go out these days. Can you stop them from, um, what is it here? Can you stop them 
Oh, I'm not sure what I'm saying. Now, let's see here. Oh, can you stop them from running into your car? No, you can't even do that. Have this. They will run into your car, so be careful. They're not necessarily the best drivers on the planet, okay? Then wishing to lie about. <laughs> yeah, don't let them run into your car and then want to lie to you about it. But then when they know you have surveillance equipment, they say, oh, we don't want. That's okay. We'll just handle it from the other side. From my perspective, people who target the injured or disabled for surveillance, a lot of them, their deviants have no bounds. If an insurer chooses to spend thousands of dollars in retaliation from exposing what they're doing to policyholders, so what? Not your problem. Let me say that again. If an insurance company chooses to spend thousands of dollars in retaliation, did, I, did you hear that? Retaliation from exposing what they're doing to policyholders, and from my opinion, what they should not be doing to policyholders, so what? That's not your problem. That's their choice. Your choice is to continue on with life and make life better for you. So if you're a disability surveillance target and you find out that you are, take the high road for you. In other words, you keep focusing on what's important in your life on a day-to-day basis. Do all that you can. Do not be intimidated or afraid because they're in your face. Just grab their cam- grab your camera, stick it in their face, put their picture, and you go on doing the best you can. Because one thing is for sure, life doesn't wait for anyone. If you miss a day of doing something that would have been wonderful for you, you're not going to get that day back. And as injured or disabled, many recognize just having a good day is a good thing to have. Concentration goes a long way in helping to achieve what's important to you. And like that last, uh, uh, what I was talking about, loving you earlier is so important to keep you hopeful and to take care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, all the insured harassers have done will eventually be exposed by what? Millions of policyholders who have suffered at the hand of their abuse, Right? You are not the only one. If you are a disability surveillance target, you are not the only one. What you can do that many aren't doing is talk about it. Talk about it. Share about it. Be be like a lot of people who came out of the closet. Just bring it on out there. And, you know, (laughs) let me make sure I say that right. Bring it all out factually and in a way that's, you know, appropriate. You you don't want to not... say things that are inappropriate because that's not going to build up where you want to go. In fact, it will tear you down. So always try to lift yourself up. How do you beat an insurance harasser? I mentioned this earlier. It's by succeeding. You can exceed. You can succeed. Life can and will get better as long as you don't give up. Next, get in line with policyholders who want to stand up against the abuse because guess what? It won't go away by itself. And put those who are out of government, and we want to also put those out of government who refuse to help. How many times have you heard about a person that's been injured in a car accident going to somebody in, in, the, in, the, in political office in their, in their state and they don't get any help? 
or they go to the police, law enforcement. They ask for help. They don't get any help. Now, why is that? Because Wall Street runs too much of our country. And that's why it's important for everyone to stand up for whatever cause it is that you want to get in line with because there's so much right now that we all need to do to stand up and not be put on as put away as second-class citizens. Uh, we deserve much more, and our lives should be much better than that. So from my perspective, disability surveillance target being you does not mean that you have to fold up and, and take a lot of guff. You decide to stand up and say, I should have the same rights as any insurance company, and I should be able to have my benefits not taken from me because somebody can't. I'm going to choose to stand. Okay, we're going to go back in the past for a blast. Okay, a blast from the past in the back. Okay, we're going to go ahead and talk about love you with confidence. How much love do you have for yourself? Believing in you creates a personal safety net that protects allowing you to take care of yourself to the best of your abilities. Thank you for tuning in this Saturday, April 26, 2014, with me, Estra, from Seattle, Washington. You matter and your car accident concerns matter. This is the reason for this program, talking about you with Estra, along with my blog and TV programs. Today's topic is a discussion on loving yourself with confidence. Loving ourselves brings a special component of wisdom when trouble comes our way. It allows less discouragement or blame and moves us towards seeking a solution to problems. Loss from a traffic collision is indeed unsettling. Injuries can shake us to our core, causing a revision of thoughts and feelings. Having the courage and strength to regain footing will bring a new survival skill and greater confidence for the next trials and tribulations. And yes, of course, as long as we're here, they're going to come. By making the most of a difficult situation, the best results become a greater probability from a car accident. Today we'll spend our time talking about keeping your self-esteem up after personal injury, standing tall in the midst of blows by insurance companies and employers, Rejecting false claims made to reduce auto accident settlements. Loving yourself with confidence, showing how it builds advocate skills. And also why you matter and your car accident concerns. And the role self-confidence plays in most outcomes. Right now, place your questions and comments on Twitter at Estra's Radio Show. My name is Estra, E-S-T-R-A. There's an S with radio show or on Facebook at Talking About You with Estra. I'm listening to hear what you have to say today and tomorrow. 
because you matter. Pain and suffering bring on sadness and despair. If acute, high levels of pain transform a voice from bass to soprano. If chronic in nature, personal injury pain seems like it lasts for an eternity. Regardless of pain type, self-esteem can take a hit after personal injury. Perception changes due to differences in abilities, and it may personally be viewed as a cannot-do time, which might be true for right now. Emotional pain cannot be left out of this equation. Physical pain can generate emotional pain from injury. The key quotient for holding on to self-esteem after a personal injury is making the decision to love yourself at every stage. Accepting where you are now and loving yourself brings a confidence and an encouragement to keep moving forward until recovery. Loving yourself with confidence delivers up energy and determination for personal care and concern which promote growth and belief in oneself. Never, let me repeat that, never throw yourself under the bus. You may be hurting and life is constantly changing. By caring about yourself and being your best advocate, new dreams can be built or old ones recovered. By maintaining your confidence, it will be more difficult to convince you to make poor decisions on your behalf or choose a path that hinders your recovery. Confidence makes asking pertinent questions about your well-being easier and smooths out transition on the journey. So how can you keep up your self-esteem while dealing with possibly a variety of losses? Trust and believe in yourself. Our instincts play a major role in our decision-making, and doing research for questions aid in making informed decisions. Self-respect and dignity does come from within. Choosing to give one's own power to another reduces one's strength and confidence. Therefore, hold on dearly to the love for yourself and the confidence in which it brings. In my opinion, it is easier to become stronger by giving yourself a chance to believe in you. Each show, I like to share locations where you can join me for additional conversations. So make sure to stop by and say hello. Make sure to visit IMDB, and I'm there on Estrus TV. You can also go out and purchase my book on Amazon. The title of the book is Car Accident by Estra, and it's also available out on Barnes & Noble. And you can find them both in ebook or paperback. Make sure to also stop by on Twitter during the hashtag of Estra's Accident Survey. It's less than three minutes, and it shares your experience, which is important. Also, you can go out to iTunes and listen to our archives of this show, Talking About You with Estra, and you can also find them on Block Talk Radio. During Thank you so much for process, actually listening. And uh, it's amazing. There's actually over 200 episodes out there to help you get through whatever troubles you're going through after a car accident. Uh, I personally know it can be very difficult uh, to get through the process, especially with disability surveillance. But that's when disability counter-surveillance means fighting back against mistreatment and abuse. Once targeted by insurance companies or employers, Social Security, 
or any other corporation, intimidation and harassment becomes the norm for many policyholders for months or even years to come. Exposing behaviors helps to understand tactics used to wear you, to actually wear you down. It also becomes a tool for self-protection. Once you can see how manipulation works, the less opportunity to become a victim of these Wall Street crimes and against insurance from my perspective. So in other words, the more you gain in knowledge and preparation or even understanding and, and sometimes even observation, it makes it a really big difference in how you'll be able to protect yourself. Whenever injured or disabled or subject to pressure from a single or multiple teams of insured harassers, most see this as being outnumbered, bullied, outfunded, or outresourced. Yet insurers have a voice, a story about what has been done to them, and support. As a group of individuals subject to disability surveillance voices, when they come together a single voice, it becomes loud and clear about the tactics and the impact of delays, denials, non-payment of benefits and settlements, surveillance, along with harassment and intimidation against insurers. Many insurers don't realize they may be the next victim of this type of abuse. If you're the target, it's important to know that you can stand up against this type of behavior. First, recognize many of these harassers are not licensed investigators, and they do not have the right to bully or follow you. When police come around, uh, these harassers tend to make quick exits. They just, they're gone. Those who work with police would stop for speeding or some other violations. They tend not to be ticketed and are released. Watch the behaviors with each other so that you can see what's going on and learn the ways of protecting yourself and who's actually uh, actually following you around. If insured harassers live in the same community or involved in the neighborhood watch programs, the chance of running into these insured harassers around town is possible. So be sure to document the information of where they go in their time off. So you, you want them when they're following you, and you want them when they're doing other things. So you want as much information as possible on them. Often after learning about these places, they might shut down, especially after taking pictures of them. Initially, it might be difficult to figure out the reason for their actions or behaviors, yet over time, it will become clear. What's important is to document the situation with insurer harassers. Okay, I just want to give you, uh, let's, let's just, I want to give you seven more tools to protect yourself against surveillance. Number one, alter your routine is the most important. In most cases, insurers have followed you around for quite some time, and they know the places that you like to go to regularly. Number two. Keep the handheld camera and also the cell phone. I guess we hear that a lot because it's really important to document and to show the behavior. Like I said, they'll, you know, they can be following you for a day or for years, and that digital camera can save you plenty of money if you have to go for quite some time. Number three, don't let them pressure you into doing what they want. The purpose of this action is to catch you in a compromising position and attempts to hurt your self-esteem or make it hard to complete your task or talk about their actions. Okay, so I know there's a lot of things going on, 
and that's what comes sometimes I, I tell you the main thing uh, a time or two again because I, I know it's really important to be able to catch on to some of the things that you might be experiencing. And also when you're sick or injured or tired or disabled or just sometimes it's a normal day, but, you know, just so many things going on, sometimes it's hard to actually remember to uh, focus on certain things. So sometimes you can consider it as being just a freshen, freshen your mind up to remember some of those things. Number four, don't be afraid to share your experiences with the public. I've got to say this because to me this is one of the ways in which a lot of abuse happens with policyholders who've been injured in a car accident. They've been told, don't speak out, don't tell anybody. And if that doesn't sound like abuse to you, I don't know what it, what doesn't. When anyone says, just keep it a secret, it's between us, so don't speak out, or try to make you afraid about it, let the bells go off in your mind and say, ooh, something's wrong here if they're trying to make me afraid. So number four, don't be afraid to share your experiences with the public. One of the best tactics is to keep insurers quiet, right? So that's one of their tactics. Keep you from saying nothing and just let them, let the abuse, let their abuse reign. Don't do it. Don't let your voice be silent. Don't keep abuses hidden so policyholders are not aware of the things that happen after filing insurance claims. You think it's just you. Quite frankly, it's not. So please speak out and stop it. Your voice is important. You have the right to be treated with respect and dignity, especially from those who are supposed to help you get through the insurance claim process. Number five, relax, recover, and think about what's best for you and do not back down. It's important for insured harassers to know that you have no intentions, can I say that again? No intentions to back down, that you will stand up for your rights and the rights of others because if you're in it for yourself, you will be in it for others because there's many people behind you coming right down that same path. And this is why insured civil rights legislation is all about to protect the interests of policyholders after filing insurance claims, whether with a public or a private corporation. Okay, number six. This includes choosing to file a lawsuit to expose what has happened to you. Far too many are hidden and people don't know that they can actually file the claims for themselves. Most of us are poor people. We don't have a lot. If we, if we did, we wouldn't actually have insurance. We would just have enough money to take care of whatever happens to us. But we don't. And so that's why we carry insurance. And, yes, corporations have more power and money in the justice system. You'd have to be blind not to see that. But your story will be there in history of what they've done. When you file that suit, it will be there. And the more lawsuits filed by individuals, the more people will have to look at and see what's happened. The declaration of people injured or disabled in car accidents can change the president from being business as usual, which means money and power command currently our justice system from my perspective. Money cannot be the force that continues to drive our state and federal court systems against average citizens. And this is, I just have to have this quick side note. 
This is why it's going to be interesting watching the Trump administration and our justice system. And God knows what Congress is doing. But to sit there and watch that, we will be able to see just how far we've come from justice and how, just how far we need to go back. <clears throat> Policyholders telling what is happening to them will make a difference in our system, and it will help get insured civil rights legislation passed. And this is the last one, number seven. Think on things to laugh about each day. Okay, it's, Humor goes a long way. Even when you're in pain, you've got to be able to, to look at things and look at the bright side of the dark side. Flip that dark side over and look at the light side. Stay hopeful. Keep fighting. Never give in or up. Okay? It may be a challenge today but a victory tomorrow. Let me say that for you again. It might be a challenge today, but a victory tomorrow. Policyholders pay premiums for protections, not for the wealth of Wall Street. That's really the key. Did you enjoy the format for talking about you with Estra today? Let me know at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off the injured will be. Thanks for your participation today in the program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Again, that website is estracarwreckhelp.com. That's one full word. I hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>